0: In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Turn your Bible with me to Psalm 44. And we're going to read from verses uh, 16 this morning up to 20. Psalm 44, 16 to 20. Psalm 44, 16 to 20. Psalm 44, 16 to 20. We'll read together. One, two, go. For the voice of him that reproacheth and blasphemes, by reason of thy enemy and avenger. All this is come upon us, yet have we not forgotten thee, neither have we dealt falsely in thy covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither have our step declined from thy way. Though thou hast so broken us in the place of dragon, and covered us with the shadow of death, if we have forgotten the name of our God, or stretch out our hands to a strange God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, I pray you will not forget the name of God that has brought you thus far in the name of Jesus. You will not forget the name of God that has helped you thus far in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brethren, this morning, again in this Resurrection Weekend, i want to I want you to ponder on this question. What is the great stone in your life? What is that thing that looks insurmountable? If you tender them before Jesus, Jesus is more than able to roll away the stone. What is that great stone before your family? Jesus is able to roll away the stone. What is that gray stone before your health? What is that gray stone before your children? If you invite Jesus, Jesus is able to roll them away. This morning, I believe in my heart that Jesus, the power that raised Jesus up from the grave, that same power has rolled away. Everything that represents stones in your life, in Jesus' name. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, yeah. turn your Bible with me to the book of Second Peter. Second Peter. And I want somebody else from, uh, from the church to read the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 to 37. I will read Second Peter 1 6. If you are sleeping, I want you to shout a big hallelujah. If you are not sleeping, omit your device and shout a big hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm glad there are people Amen. there. Are. Now, 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. The Bible says, and to to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness. And to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness. Now, who's in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 to 37? Matthew 12, verse 34 to
1: 37. All generation of vipers, how can we being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the, the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Verse 36. But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall keep accounts thereof in the day of judgment. Verse 37, for by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. God bless you. He said, but I say unto you that every idle word that man shall speak. Take take note of that word, idle. Idle words. What What are idle words? There are words that are not profited. What are do was There are just that is not, um, you know, that are not wholesome. What are do was There are words that do not bring down, that that not bring glory to God. What are do was Our words, they, they are imaginations of the heart that are not true, that are not in line with what Philippians 4 verse 8 says to us. Bible says every I do was that man shall speak, which shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. remember I do was I do was unprofitable words Now when you talk about I do was you also getting into uh, the question about the tongue. God bless you can you can mute your device God bless you. Now um, we've been looking at the subject, your tongue and your destiny and now we've been looking at how then can we uh, control our tongue the first lesson the lord told us is that we must be born again when we become born again and remain in christ then the old nature of of that loose tongue uncontrolled mouth the old nature of that tongue where there's no restraint jesus christ takes it away and give his nature. It doesn't mean that you become taller when you become born again. It doesn't be- mean that you become fairer. I'm a man of dark skin. And I want to thank God for that. Since I accepted Jesus Christ, or since Christ saved my soul, rather, I have not become any way, any way lighter. And I thank God for my wife. that she's a woman of light skin, I thank God for that. Uh, She she accepted Jesus, Um, she has not become any fairer than um, the way she has been, and so on. So when we accept Jesus, it doesn't mean that our physical status, your physical body may not witness any physical transformation, not that you get a bigger ear or you get a brand new ear, but you see it is your spirit inside that changes. And when inside is changed, then outside will be transformed. So that is what it literally means. And then we move on to that we need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, then we walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit means that yielding you your Spirit to God all the time. And so this morning we are looking at self-control. I want you to mute your device and say self-control.
1: Self-control. Self-control.
0: self-control. self-control. self-control self control. tell yourself 3 times and then you now tell your neighbor 3 times. Tell yourself 3 times I need to exercise self control. I need to exercise self control. I need self control. Self control. Tell your neighbor you need to exercise self control. You need
1: to exercise
0: self control. You need to exercise self control. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, amen. God bless my neighbors that are around me and all my neighbors here too in Jesus name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Self control from these scriptures that we read the Lord Jesus Christ um first Peter I mean uh, apostle Peter in second Peter chapter 1. He was talking about a different kind of virtues attitude, characters that we must have. And then in verses he said that do some people are knowledgeable some people are very brilliant but they don't have self control there are some people who are very they are knowledgeable brilliant but they live around like dogs yes now such people uh, peter is saying but exercise temperance self control self control some people they, are, they, are, you know, they have no understanding, but they lack self-control. You no, know, each one of our lives must be complete. So how do you control your tongue? It is by self-control. What is self-control? It is simply becoming a law to yourself. It simply means to exercise restraint while talking. Just like I'm talking now, there are some words I must not say. Why? Because they are not wholesome words. Why? Because they don't lead to your edification. Why will I not say? Because God is not pleased with them. Why should I not say such words? Because such words will not profit me and will not profit you. So, as children of God, for you to control your tongue, apart from being born again, Being filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to constantly exercise self control. Even as husband and wife, we must exercise self control all the time. Now, what is self control? It is simply to recognize that we shall be justified or judged by, or I mean, or condemned by the words of our mouth, like we have read in that book of Matthew, chapter 12. That every word that proceeds from our mouth is either we are justified or condemned by it. May we be justified when the Lord appear in Jesus' name. Now, it takes one that has that, that exercised restraint. What it simply means, number three, literally, it simply means that learn to talk less. Learn to talk less. Um, but when we were growing up, my earthly dad, my biological dad in those days, he used to tell us a words. but um, I I mean, growing up, I didn't know that was also in the Bible. He said, when we, when we begin he said, when we begin to talk too much, he said, when somebody talks too much, we will tell us in our local dialect. He said, when people talk too much, they tend to lie. And that is true. I have come to find that to be true. The Bible tells us that the multitude of words Yes, they they, they can they, they they sin. There can be error, there can be mistake. So when we when in whatever situation we find ourselves, to control your tongue is that learn to exercise self control, restrain over your tongue, talk, talk less. Number four, what does it mean? Control your emotion. Emotion. If you allow your emotion to rule you, you might make mistakes. It's not even in mind, you will even make mistakes if you don't control your, your emotion. Emotion can be, can be very deceptive. And so most people are ruled by their emotion, not by their spirit. Uh, for instance, look at the case of Paul. Paul was preaching. And here there was this young lady who said, say, this is the servant of God, filled with the spirit of God. Everyone that is there, and she's been doing that day one, day two of the crusade. But day three, the poor perceive. Now, if Paul had not been somebody who walked in the spirit, or everybody there would say, wow, this lady is full of the Holy Ghost. She's a child of God. Whatever, she's a child of the devil. So if you walk by your emotion, you'll be led astray. But if you walk by the Spirit of God, what you think is true might, be, might, be, might not be true. Though it may look appealing to everybody. So exercise restraint. Uh, talking about this practically speaking a few days ago, uh, there was someone that I've been uh, you know, trying to see. And uh, after multiple attempts, I said, okay, um, I, I, I for now, Uh, When the person is ready, will come and see me since I've made several attempts. And then somehow the law brought me in contact with this fellow a few days ago. And this fellow began to give excuses and a lot of things, trying to justify a lot of things. At the point I told the person, I said, if you continue like this, it's not healthy for your soul. I said, you don't even know why I want to see you in the first place. And lo and behold, it was good news that I had for him. Now, at that point, I told him, I said, you even lying more and doing all these things, is you, you almost got me angry. I told him, I said, you almost got me angry. I said, but I refuse to be angry. Self-control. I could have choose to be angry at that point, but no. What profit is it? So you must learn to control your emotion. Learn to put your emotion under control. When you do that, then you, your destiny will become glorious because you will not see words that you should not say. Now, every one of us, as men, all the men in the house, I want you to admit your device and shout a big hallelujah. 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 Bless you, brother. Hey, uh, brother something. who has uh, some brothers that I heard your voice. The Lord bless you, all, all the brothers, in Jesus' name. Amen. Men, we in particular, we must exercise self control while dealing with our wives. Please exercise self control. Do not be bitter against them. Do not be bitter against your children. When you are disciplining them, exercise self-control. In fact, Ephesian, while Paul was addressing the Ephesian church in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul specifically said, Fathers, do not provoke your children unto wrath. Self-control. That's what Paul is saying. And Paul, you know, Peter also said. He said, Do with your wife according to knowledge. What is Paul Peter saying to, to the men? Self control. Self control. And to our mommies in the house, I wanted to shout a big hallelujah. All the sisters shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: hallelujah. Yeah.
0: You must learn, don't allow your emotion to rule you. You see, Women, by naturally the way God made them, one of the things that women expresses the most is their emotion. Little thing could get a woman cry. Now, but as a sister, you must learn. Don't say on some words over your own life. A woman of God said, and I remember I was sharing it with my wife recently. She said, "The power of every woman is their mouth," and that is true. She said that God balanced the equation and gave women mouths to talk. Even with that, sisters, please exercise restraint with what you say. Even though there is power in what you say, even though you have the ability to talk, and what does that mean? It means that when a man will say one, a woman can say ten. After that, that's why the Bible tells the man, "He should dwell with her according to knowledge." Why is God telling us this? Because our destiny is glorious. Don't, God bless you, man, for saying amen. Man. Now, and every one of you that said amen too. Now, is that our destiny is very glorious. For me and my wife, our children, and every one of you, the future is very bright. But we must not use our own tongue to destroy the future. And that's what God is telling us in this year of glory. And in the name of Jesus every agenda of hell to trap you through the words of your mouth. That agenda has been scattered in Jesus' name. That agenda will not see the light of the day in Jesus' name. So as you go out today, as you celebrate Easter with your, uh, with your family and with the church, I want you to exercise self-control. Be temperate. It's not, it's not the time you speak. If you know emotionally you are not stable, then don't even say anything because if you do, you could cause a lot of havoc. You could cause a lot of havoc. If you, you know, there are places where you need to, to talk, then let the Spirit of God lead you. And I, I found that, that um, when, you are, when, you, when it is time for you to talk, if you begin to talk, but when you calm down and listen to the conclusion of the matter, then the Holy Spirit will teach you what you need to say. God will guide our tongue and our destiny and destiny of our children will be glorious in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I want you to bow down your head this morning. God has brought an important word. How do you exercise, how do you control your tongue so that your tongue does not damage your destiny, but rather it makes your destiny glorious? Is that you must always exercise restraint. As a father, exercise restraint all the time with your own life. With your wife, with your children, your home, everything. Self control. Self control. As a woman with your husband, your children, oh, self control. You must exercise restraint over your mind. It's not everything you talk. Now, I want you to pray this morning. I appreciate him for the word that you have had. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Help me to exercise self control. Even as I go, if you are here this morning, you have not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. I want you to please accept him. He loves you. That's the reason why we are celebrating Easter. It's the reason for, that, for this resurrection. Is, he died and he rose again to prepare a place for you. And he's coming back again to take as many that I believe in him. So you are here this morning. You are not born again. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning a sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray as many that have prayed this prayer, you know them, Lord. I pray all those that we yet prayed who are listening to the podcast in the future, I pray, Lord, forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, you are going to pray and say, Father, help me to always exercise self-control and help me to rule over my emotions. Help me. My emotion will no longer rule over me. Go ahead and make that your prayer. If you say you are a very emotional person, emotion can lead astray. Right. Emotion can tell you, can tell you that uh, you know you should, you should beat, you should fight, you should box. But that is not God. That is not God speaking to you at that time. It is your flesh speaking to you. It, uh, emotion tell you shout. When you shout. You know, everything will be, you know, the person will know that you can't talk. No, 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 no. That is not God. Try to God and say, Lord, help me to exercise self-control as I go out today in the name of Jesus. Now, pray and ask the Lord in the name of Jesus, the grace to yield to the spirit and the grace to rule over your emotion. The Lord will give unto you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will give unto you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will give unto you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning. The grace to, to rule over my, my emotion and to yield to what your spirit is saying, give unto me in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to lay your hand upon your head and if you have your children around you, uh, you can lay one of your hand upon them. If you don't have them around you, that's fine. Now, um, you just lay your hand upon your head. I want you to decree after me and say, in the name of Jesus, I am a child of God. And because I am a child of God, I have a glorious destiny. My destiny will not be truncated. I will fulfill my destiny. Nothing will cut my destiny short. In the name of Jesus, my emotion will no longer rule me. I'll be ruled by the Spirit of the living God inside of me. In the name of Jesus, any unwholesome word that I have uttered in the past, it will not have a negative effect over my life. I cancel them by the blood of Jesus. In this resurrection season, in the name of Jesus, whatever good thing that might have died in me, I command them to come back to life. Whatever thing that represents stone in my life and family, they are rolled away. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. The Lord be turned to you as you have said. And in you your body, as you have already laid your hand upon your body, you are healed in Jesus' name.